Today's episode is about Broke millennials can buy houses too Make it do what it do I'ma teach you about The four C's of credit serious note because you know I am short attention span friend I like to keep my joints 25 20 minutes or less so let's get straight into it as I said this episode is titled broke millennials can buy homes too this is your friend in your head average stokes so we're gonna start off the lesson about the four C's of credit So as a real estate agent, as someone who's worked with many mortgage lenders, the four C's of credit pertains to how someone qualifies for a mortgage. What they are is collateral, which is tangible asset for the loan, which would be the home being purchased, capital, cash on hand, capacity, income, what is your capacity to pay the loan back, and character, What character do you have as a person? Do you have great credit? Do you pay your debts back? Do you have late payments? Things of that nature. So a lot of people believe if they have bad credit, they can't buy a home or will never be able to buy a home or have to work extra hard to have the greatest credit. Truth of the matter is when I bought my house, my credit was 580, 640, 650. And when I first started building credit, which was six months prior to me qualifying for my mortgage, it was in the fours. And I believe I had a score that was in like 390, to be honest with you, (laughs) or fours. So first scenario, my credit is bad. I got a low credit score. Solution. The federal government is required to give you a free credit report once a year. That website is annualcreditreport.com. So go on there and... Check out what your credit score is and what what things are on your account, what delinquencies and what it actually says. Now, I done spent $800 repairing my credit before. I'm going to tell you that it was a complete waste of money and that you can do this completely on your own. So once you check out what your credit is on there, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, you can go to their websites directly and dispute what's on your credit right online. For TransUnion, they had something stating that um, I didn't pay on time and I actually was paying on time. I set up a payment plan with that creditor, but it wasn't translating on transunion.com. So I just wrote up a quick little paragraph saying, hey, this isn't correct. Um, This company and I worked out an agreement and here's the information. And it was literally taken off in two days and my credit score jumped 50 points. So really take advantage of that. So let's say that, okay, your credit actually is bad. You have delinquencies as loans that you're not paying back but you need to look good when you qualify for a mortgage so this is what you do you call them people up you set up a payment plan whether it's five dollars ten dollars fifteen dollars a month and just pay them back because it on your credit report it's not going to say how much you're paying them it's just saying if you pay them on time 
So if you all come to agreement where it's five, ten dollars a month, you do that with everybody that you owe, you're just paying them five, ten dollars and you pay them on time for six months, your credit is gonna have a huge jump, okay? So uh also you can build credit with a secured credit card. I really hate credit cards. I honestly can't tell you how much I hate them, like getting caught up in them. But if you want good credit and you have bad credit, it's unlikely you're going to get qualified for a regular credit card. So you're going to need a secure card, which means that you have to put down money on the credit card, where it's probably like usually around $300, $500, so you can build credit with that card. Now, the secure card is that money that you put down on, if you don't pay that credit card back, they take that money that you secured the card with. But this is a great way to build credit. So once you get that secure card, you can get that from a regular bank. There's also some online companies that do it now as well. You also want to get one retail card. Um, I recommend fingerhut.com, literally fingerhut, H-U-T.com. Um, a retail card where you just buy a teapot when that bill come in, paid off. Having a retail card made my credit jump like 100 points in one month just by paying it when the bill comes. So you want not only do you want to pay your bills on time, you want a diverse like credit portfolio. You need different types of credit that makes your score go up. All right. So that's how you begin to build credit to make your credit go up so now we talked about the four c's of credit so that's how you increase your character now let's talk about capacity income increasing your capacity you need to become side hustle sally uber lyft serve tables bartend part-time online job teaching english clean homes amazon delivery newspaper delivery explain your talent something because if you need to save a down payment for a home, most likely you're going to have to implement a second form of income if you're living check to check. Um, when I qualified for my mortgage, I was making 23000 a year as an office assistant and design, graphic designer for a church. Um, I was also doing real estate on the side and I was pulling about twenty, thirty thousand on the side in real estate, but I was not allowed to use that income because I did not have two years of tax returns. When you qualify for a mortgage, you do need two years of tax returns to prove your income. Okay, so let me give you a scenario about down payments. So briefly, the last episode, I talked about FHA loans. FHA loan is a type of mortgage where your mortgage is secured by the federal government. This is a special mortgage loan for people who are seeing at higher risk because of this. You pay mortgage insurance along with your mortgage um, payments every month. I do. Um, it's only about an extra, hmm, I want to say $50 a month. Um so let's say you make the house that you want to buy is $50,000, okay? So with an FHA loan, you're required to put down 3.5%. So 3.5% of 50000 is how much? $1,750. My house in Baltimore was $39,900. I had to put down 3.5%. That was $1,208. So, of course, in D.C. is different because the real estate market is absurd. Um, but in areas like Baltimore, Detroit and, you know, those lower 
um, property sitting, very, very, very possible to purchase a home because you don't need to make much money. Um, so the maximum amount that you can purchase a home is your annual income times three. So if you make 40000 a year, multiply 40 times three is 120000 120000 is the maximum amount of home you can buy. So I always suggest that you don't do the max. I suggest you do 66% because you can always lose a job. If you work for a nonprofit like me, a grant can always fall through. And you want to be able to pay your mortgage without having to ask anyone for the money. Let's say if your mortgage is something like 500 something dollars, you know, like it's easy to come up with that money. So back to um, purchasing a home for 50000 with the $1,750 down. Your closing cost for purchasing a home at the highest is 7%. It's usually 2 to 7%. So when you buy a home, it's not like you're going to the cashier and getting a receipt. Of course, you get a receipt, but that receipt is done by a title company to reduce fraud. So a title company is made up of a bunch of different people that make sure that the property is passing to you with good title. They're basically like the DMV, the MVA, or purchasing a home. You have to... You, I don't say you have to, but you should use a title company to purchase the home so you know that you're legally acquiring the home without no nonsense because nonsense happens a lot in real estate. All right. So let's say 7% of that 50000 is closing costs, closing costs of property taxes, the bank fees to charge to give you the mortgage, the title company fees, title insurance, the real estate commission. That would be around $3,500 for a $50,000 home. So in total, you should have $5,250. Now, let me tell you something. Me making $23,000 a year, saving up $5,000 was, I would say, impossible. I don't even think I had, I think I had like $6,000 saved, but that's only because I was working real estate. If I just had my regular job making $23,000 a year, that would be very hard. Now, the government knows this, and because... Buying homes is a great part in fueling our country's economy. There are many solutions out there for you to purchase a home. They are called housing counseling nonprofits. They exist in every state. The federal government allocates funds for us to buy homes. Everybody, literally. You can find the nearest one on HUD.gov or Google housing counselors near me. I made a little... Uh, Short link for you to access it real quick. It is tiny, T-I-N-Y dot C-C slash I love home. Now, I did use a housing counseling um, nonprofit to purchase my home. It was the Southeast Development Corporation located on Eastern Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. How housing counselors work is that you book an appointment with them after taking an eight-hour course. I uh, discussed this briefly in my last episode. But you take an eight-hour course that explains in explicit detail of the home buying process. And once you finish that course, you book an appointment with them. And this is required for everyone in the country. You have to take this eight-hour course, and it's usually always $99. So um, I forgot my counselor's name, but she took a look at my four Cs, my capital, my uh, capacity, my character, and my collateral, 
and um in Baltimore at the moment I got the community building development grant community block development grant um, right now they're giving seven thousand five hundred dollar incentives for people buying homes in Baltimore and mostly everyone could qualify if you're like a single person you have to make under forty six thousand a year if you're two people you have to make like under eighty or ninety thousand a year like the the requirements of income are not absurd and it basically it really helps in purchasing a home. So yes, they're giving away five thousand to seventy five hundred dollars in incentives towards the closing cost or the purchase of your home. Uh, mine's went towards the closing cost, so the down payment was the only thing I had to pay for the house. The property taxes, bank fees, title company fees, title insurance, real estate commission, all of that was covered by the federal government. Now, this money is already allocated for your state, so please do not hesitate to reach out, ask, and um, seek about it. If you have any questions pertaining to that, you can reach out to me on Twitter. Now, if you're looking to buy a home, what I strongly suggest is that you buy a multifamily unit. Why? Because a multifamily unit is categorized as less than five units, but you could still get one using a residential mortgage. Why I allocate for this is that a four unit, if you could find one in the same price of around the maximum amount that you qualify for a mortgage, you could live in one of the units and rent out the other three. Now, let's say if I find a multi-unit and Baltimore has three units. I live in the one, the biggest one, smallest one, doesn't matter. And my mortgage is, let's say, $800 a month with the property taxes, all that included. So $800 a month, but I'm renting out the other two units for $500 a piece. So I'm bringing in 1000 but my mortgage is 800 but I'm banking two. So my living expenses are covered, and I have an extra $200 in my pocket. Now, I know somebody that um, bought a house on U Street like 20 years ago, and it was a duplex. But now she said um, she said that, like, you know, she doesn't even have to pay her mortgage because the basement apartment that's the duplex, the bottom half of the house, pays for her mortgage and puts some in her pocket. So if you can find that, that would be a great um, investment and bring you some income right away. So in the home buying process, you want to get your credit together. I would strongly suggest save a nest egg of $5,000. Um, also, always research mortgage rates. Um, always go for fixed fixed mortgages, 15 or 30 year. Um, 15 years usually give you a little interest rate. Um, 30 years, I always say do 30, but plan to pay it off in 15. Um, and there's sometimes there's little things on your mortgage, like if you pay your mortgage off early, some banks have prepayment penalties. Mine doesn't. But um, you do want to know the terms of your mortgage and research the types. Bankrates.com is a great resource to use. Um and it's as simple as going to a bank or a credit union to get pre-qualified. I went on MortgageMaster.com to get a mortgage because I told you I got denied by six banks. But if you do go to a bank to qualify for a mortgage, ask why and what you can do to get there. So if you've been working consistently at a job for the past two to three years and you've been filing your taxes, it is very likely that you can qualify for a mortgage. 
um, do not be afraid. Do not be scared, especially if you are paying rent out of the pocket. Very crazy. Like it is very, 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 very much like much easier than you would think. And we're programmed to think if you look a certain way that it's impossible to get a mortgage and that is not true we do have to go through creative means sometimes but if you have something on your mind and you're determined to achieve that please do so that is my time i told you i want to keep these short i'd rather give you quick high easy gems <laughs> rather than long-winded statements now you know there's a whole lot more i got to show but i can't drop it all on you once now so yeah, make sure you tune in. We need that next hit. I got you. You know I got you. See you later.